Hey everybody, welcome to the very first episode of the Mostly Reality Podcast where we talk all anything we want, but mostly <laughs> reality television. <laughs> I am Brandon and I am joined by Jessica. Hello, Jessica. Hi. <laughs> so this is our very first episode, so you might expect us to tell people a little bit about us, but we're not going to because we've got a lot of shit to cover. (laughs) Uh, We're taking a deep dive into the Bravo world this week. Um, So not every episode will be all Bravo all the time, but uh, Bravo's got a lot of shit happening right now. They have four housewives on at once and pretty much the... Uh, Persian housewives themselves, uh, the Shahs. So wrapping things up. So lots of shit happening over on Bravo, not to mention Jeff Lewis's beat down on Jenny happening next week, but oh, we'll save man. that for next week. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> I am. I've been waiting all season. I've been listening to Jeff Lewis live. I can't wait. <laughs> but... So the first one we've got to start out with, we are two weeks into this week or this season of Atlanta, which, so first of all, my first question to you, I wonder if you saw this, did you see that ratings are down? Okay, so full disclosure, and again, you guys will get to know us later on, but Brandon is like all up on page six and all the background stuff happening. I find out through Brandon. Yes, I can't stop it. It's an addiction. (laughs) I don't know anything. I don't even know where to find ratings. So then, (laughs) breaking breaking news, ratings are down. (laughs) Which is interesting because I remember you seeing something in the off-season that was saying that... Um, they were possibly like looking to end Atlanta soon because the cast is so expensive. So to know that now the cast is super expensive and ratings are down. And ladies make some shit happen because the nail is in the coffin. It just is about to get hammered down. Why do you think ratings are down? I have my opinions, but why do you think ratings are down? Oh, I mean, well, so Kim Zolciak left, and even though she's an absolute train wreck of a human being, she unfortunately brought a lot of views to it. See, I think the opposite. I think people did not like her coming back. Last year? Yeah. Oh, I do think it pissed a lot of viewers off, because it certainly pissed me off, but... Same thing with She by Sheree. <laughs> And the the inevitable using this as a platform for all the clothing lines that never come out. She uh, does have joggers coming out, Jessica. When? I don't know, but I'm gonna get a pair. <laughs> I'm in joggers right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it's that. I think it's because like Greg has all these health problems. Like this shit is actually getting too serious. Almost, I think it's a, it's a little dark. It's a little dark of a, a season yeah. starter. Um, I I actually um like. Okay, that's was going to come out really wrong. <laughs> I was going to say that I like that Greg is ill, but I don't mean that no. in that Greg is ill. I like it in the sense that I think Nini has been beyond a dick bag the last couple seasons. Ooh, so is this like her karma? Uh, no, I just think that it's bringing her back down to reality. Like when she got that show that was around for like five seconds on NBC, um, The New Normal, she went through a phase where she just, you could tell she felt like she was too good for the show and the yeah. women that were on it. Yeah. And I think viewers, that pisses viewers off because frankly... Like, when you can feel that in somebody, like, we're tuning in. Like, we're the reason you even got that right. job to begin with. So like, it certainly wasn't based on your Ricky Lake talent, okay? <laughs> so, how about you chill the fuck out and come back down to reality? You aren't better than the show. The show is what gave you the platform along with the viewers. So, how about you stop acting like an asshole that's too good for the show? Yeah, well, and so the other thing is, I just feel like, in general, they're all expired. 
So you've got Nini, who, like, her storyline just keeps coming around and around, and the only new thing is that her husband is sick, which is devastating. I can't handle it. Yeah. You've got Eva, who literally cannot let go of the fact that she was America's next top model. I cannot years ago. believe that bitch got a peach. I cannot yeah. believe. Is there no one else in Atlanta? Well, like, no, there isn't. I think what I honestly feel like what had to happen there because she was supposed to be a full-time cast member last year and she was a fucking dud. Right. So they made her a like a recurring character like she was poor Kim Kim D is probably rolling around in her face. <laughs> like, oh my god, she is probably like all parts of her mafia connections are out for Bravo because that yeah. bitch has been trying to get whatever they hold in Jersey. Do they even hold anything in Jersey? I, I was about to ask that. So that was on my list of things an, to ask today. <laughs> because I feel like they just crossed their do arms. Do they hold anything? And do they, I don't, do they, oh, they hold stars in, in Dallas, right? What right. do they hold? Just anger and accents, I think. Um, nice. But yeah, I was, <laughs> knives, that's Danielle. Um, but, yeah, I don't think they do. But, yeah, I'm really surprised. And how lame was Cynthia's opening of her... Like, I've never seen somebody place frozen grapes in a wine glass more slowly. Like, what the and fuck? Is, is it just because she's getting older? Like, what is happening? Well, listen, and I know, like... And we're going to just give random shout-outs to podcasts that we listen to throughout this, but, like, we frequently listen to Watch What Crappens, and I know that they hated on her for the Weight Watchers thing because the grapes is frozen grapes is a Weight Watchers thing, and I know they also, like, pointed out this, but I love it. So the editors of this show are magical in the sense that she talks about how she doesn't drink a lot in her conversation with Michael, and this is a fucking bathtub full of wine that she's sitting on the couch with yes and they pan over to her bar behind her couch which has more alcohol than i think i've ever drank collectively in my entire life i do think that the producers (laughs) have really taken a um a class in shade throwing yes like they have (laughs) upped their shade game uh, across all seasons, because we even saw that a little bit last night at the Shaw's reunion, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's go down people, because I feel like this, since we're kind of combining two episodes into one, it's a lot. Um, <laughs> instead of talking about, like, actual storyline, um, like, in order, which we'll do with some of the other ones, let's talk people. So let's start. We have already gone a little bit with Nene. Mm-hmm. Um Question, do you think she doesn't realize how, or she doesn't know how to say Cinco de Mayo, or (laughs) she really does think it's Cinco de Mayo, or is she starting a whole new holiday? I don't know. I feel like that's just, I think she knows how to say it. I just think that that's her, like, her hoodism. Okay. Uh, That was, I'm going to check that one off the list, because that was the the top of mine. Um, Also... I do think that Vicky Gumbelson needs to take some twerking lessons From, off yes. of Portia and Nini because I have to give them, which I love that they are friends again. I do too. One thing I yeah. think that they need to do to boost ratings, and I know that they're not doing it because Candy would have a fucking heart attack, and for whatever reason, Bravo has a hard on for Candy, yet she's a fucking loser dud, um, is bring back Phaedra. And I know they won't do it because of her, but I love that like Nini and Portia are friends, like, and they've got that funness. And I think that that was something like Phaedra was such a ditz most of the time until she decided that she was going to make up a story about you drugging and raping people, (laughs) um, which again, got dark. But I think that bringing back Phaedra, like, can we start like a change.org petition or something? I feel like, so I'm torn on that because I I don't really miss Phaedra on the show, mm. like in her interactions with people because she was kind of like totally on another planet. But I miss her confessionals. Her, her confessionals are like bar none, top of the line yes. commentary. <laughs> yes. And she was very, you. I feel like one way you can always tell people's intelligence. So I feel like people gave her a hard time for being ha- a lawyer or whatever the fuck she was. Yeah, she was a lawyer and did all like a 
I was going to say an esthetician, <laughs> not an esthetician, whatever, a morgue person. Um, mortician. Mortician. <laughs> she waxes dead people's <laughs> eyebrows. <laughs> and does the nails on them. Oh, my God. Um, but I think that you can always tell someone's intelligence by their wit. Oh, yeah, and she was And like, she was so witty and clever in her interviews. So quick. Which... I kind of want her to do like a people's couch. Just Phaedra. Phaedra's oh, couch. Can you imagine? She is apparently on another show, but it's on like the We Network and who pays attention to that? None of us. Um, I think she's with like T.I. and little whatever his wife's name is. Some size thing, I think. Uh, you lost me there. I don't know. You know, like smalls or uh, like medium, large. <laughs> large. <laughs> Something that you would find on a t-shirt. She's, she's got yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, Nini, the only thing she's really got going on right now is that she is Greg's sick. Well, but she's coming back. So I like that she's coming back onto stage because that was clearly a big thing. And that was kind of like my heart kind of felt for her last year when she I like Lonnie Love. Act. I think that they should bring her. I think that yeah. she like and who is this chick that's coming on next week? Like the one that barks at people. Oh, Listen. She looks she looks fucking street. Like I oh. wonder if they just like went to the hood and they were like, Elena's supposed to be hood. Like this shit isn't G enough. Let's go get somebody from like I North think Atlanta. that the, uh, Samari um is her name. Um, but I think that one again, they're they're bringing on a friend of Candy. Snooze. Oh my god. Uh, but it, it's a friend of Candy who in the previews the husband goes after Candy, which I think is always so strange. Right. I hate when newbies do that. And honestly, if you were going to bring on a friend of Candy, bring Tiny from Escape because that bitch is funny as hell. Yeah, like I just don't uh, I I want to know who at Bravo Candy is blowing or giving like all those sax toys too because <laughs> candy coated nights yeah i mean i just i i don't get the fascination she's had more spinoffs than anybody like they've all flopped like yeah like she's had two i think now that have been like bravo's version of american idol which is lame ass nobody cares uh i just don't under like and she's really honestly she's Literally got nothing going on. Nothing. In two episodes, we have no storyline. Literally, the only thing I have next to her name is... I have three words. It's escape spinoff. Because she now is trying to bring the escape people into this show. No, I'm like, we've already it. seen that no. show. But actually, nobody did. Like, so maybe that's why they're bringing <laughs> in. Like, I just... Uh. <coughs> and then we have Cynthia, who... Oh, child... Has yet another boyfriend because she decided to get rid of the other one that I agree with Andy. Like, he was good looking. He like, was good looking, but he was a weirdo. And like you got that vibe from him from the get go that something wasn't right. And then there was the big reveal and that was her whole storyline last year. The whole storyline was Will. And I like... So you, now you can't have your own storyline and you just have to have a man. I also do like that she's going out. She's doing that thing that the one character in The Good Place does. Like where the, she like <laughs> manages to name drop in almost every conversation. Yeah. Like she, we don't need to know that you met your now boyfriend that you're weirdly FaceTiming sexually with your daughter sitting next to you with your grape wine. Um <laughs> So through weird Steve through Steve Harvey. So like I, we don't care. Like no. I'm, I'm more interested in the fact that Steve Harvey now kind of has a beard thing going on than your whole storyline. <laughs> like it was like that was so weird of her starting to talk, uh, like sexually with her daughter sitting next to her and and forgot that her daughter was there. Listen, isn't mm. she in college? You cannot forget that your daughter is home next to you. Is she in college? Did I get that wrong? I don't. I, I think I don't she's know. rapidly approaching that, like a senior in high school, maybe. But like, she's been sitting. She's your daughter. And yeah. how do you? How are you unaware that someone is sitting next to you on the couch? Are you that engrossed in your long distance boyfriend that you forget that your child is sitting next to you and you start dirty talking? No, I oh. can't. Oh, I just <laughs> it makes I, me cringe. I have nothing else to say there because it's really 
Um, who else is on this cast? Aside from before we get to the one that I'm actually the only one that I'm interested in. Oh, Eva. We've already talked about her snooze ass. So America's Next Top Model. Yeah. Again, I don't know. I'm surprised that they brought her on. I'm also surprised because I thought that part of the reason why they didn't bring her on very much last season was because the boyfriend who was running for some sort of office, which I don't know if he won or not. Um, but I think that he, um, I don't think that he really wanted to be on the show. No, I, well, because he was trying to actually like be a political face and this show is just gonna ruin that for you. I mean, it's going to show all the wrong sides of you. Yes. Or your wife, or soon-to-be wife, and... I, and I feel like politicians, they always have skeletons in their closet, and uh, as we know, hello, Teresa, um, <laughs> the, the skeletons come out, which is interesting. Yeah. Now, the only one that is of any interest and has been of any interest for the last couple seasons is my girl, Portia. And I am obsessed with her this season. She, her... She's been hot. Oh my god, her boobies I think have gotten bigger. Well, so they now did. her she got them done last year right before the reunion, remember? Oh, there was so the big reveal. She also but she hasn't had her dresses tailored, so now she her own boobs are choking her out when she wears dresses. I'm obsessed. She wore like she's really coming in like she wore that crown to the reunion last year and she has not taken it off. No, and she is serving it like a queen. I mean, she is so funny this season. I think, like, I just love her when she is in love and you can tell that she's feeling herself because then she actually acts like her true self and she's just, like, silly and doesn't really give a shit and she just lets it go. I also need to address, just for one second, the animal population (laughs) in this house. In our recording studio, a.k.a. my dining room. We have been, we are accompanied by a husky who is prancing through the apartment right now. And if you can't hear him snort and, and I you think need they can to hear him. get your hearing checked, um, a French bulldog. And he is every bit as extra as Portia is. So he's very excited. Oh, he is. I, I have to say, I was a little surprised by the new man, though, because he is. No Cordell. <laughs> so uh, the guys of Crappens gave him the title of a busted up CeeLo. And I cackled. Totally CeeLo. <laughs> totally CeeLo. I cackled. But oh I am my concerned. God. I'm, so I'm concerned. I mean, I'm happy that she's got, she came out of the gate so hot. And she's got probably a great storyline cooking with all this stuff happening in her life that she's been saying is going to happen. Yeah. But I'm concerned because this guy just seems shady. Mm-hmm. And like the hot dog business, what is that? It also was weird like why was he not saying how he knew candy? Like I didn't even understand That's it. That's what I mean. So like, like every one of his interactions cuz all super you shady. are if from what I understand have dated other friends. I mean, she is crazy. We've seen her go after people. So maybe he knew in close quarters in the back of a car, even if there was a camera and they were mic'd, <laughs> she would not hold off and fucking backhand him if he said he had like touched another woman, which obviously he has. Yeah. Um and she's clearly trying to lock it down. Cuz she says and, she's trying to lock it down yeah, every 5 minutes. <laughs> which is which I do hate when people do that it's so annoying well yeah because then you're gonna get married or get engaged or whatever and you're gonna turn into a psychopath yeah listen love is about embracing the crazy (laughs) yeah and i mean i did they get engaged first or was she knocked up first because she is i think she was knocked up first okay i thought so um either way how do you feel about them sharing a toothbrush no, 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 no. And what, where was her toothbrush? Is that something that you don't, like, I clearly don't stay at these sort of hotels that they stay at. Did they provide all of that, like, you were expecting and that you didn't even need to pack? 
So like your own toothbrush. The only place that I've ever stayed at, and I am by no means a high level traveler, was the resort that we went to in Riviera Maya. And they gave you a toothbrush. Well, in our bathroom, there was this magical setup at both sinks for both people with toothbrushes, shavers, a sewing kit, like basically any sewing kit. Well, you know, I took that home, honey. <laughs> but it fit in your purse, so it's just magic. You know, you could just sew up some stuff. In you the lose a, you lose a button, and you just fix that while you're you never pooping. Know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you brush your teeth, and you're all fresh. Exactly. So I've never seen that before, and like, I know that Portia is an airhead and also has some people working for her. So I don't know if I can blame her for forgetting stuff on vacation. Maybe her sister just forgot to pack it because you know she isn't packing it and that she's totally making her sister do everything. But her sister is a together person and I can tell you with certainty that there are three things that I never leave without for vacation. One of them's a shaver and I don't even, not even hairy. Like you can't see my leg hair unless it's beyond two months. Yeah. I know from experiment, experimentation. <laughs> um and a toothbrush and underwear (laughs) see but again sisterly relationships maybe they were feuding again and she just was like i'll show this bitch she ain't gonna be able to brush her teeth she ain't gonna be able to brush her horse teeth with this i bet she brushes her teeth with like one of those like like toothbrushes that you see like at like the dentist's office like on display like one of those monster ones oh, God. she just like gets in there i don't think she does i think she actually doesn't have a toothbrush because she admitted or, to using what's his face or maybe she uses a grill tool because she was really upset about how big her teeth are <laughs> about how big her teeth are and that her the toothbrush was so soft that was the problem like so she you would... think she uses like one of those grill cleaners yeah mm-hmm. oh god yeah on that note should we move on from Atlanta? Do we have anything else left to say? Other like... than that, I'm bleeding somehow. Oh. Um, no, Bloodshed's a great transition to the OC. To the OC. <laughs> and we're on to Monday night. Um, okay. Oh, God. I don't even know. So this past Monday, they did... They went to a tea leaf reading, a la Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> do you think they timed that... Production timed that... To go along with the Fantastic Beasts coming out this week. I want, you know what, I want to give them credit and I want to say yes. But if not, the universe is showing its course here. Because Um, Professor Trelawney was featured on The Real Housewives of Orange County and I couldn't (laughs) handle it. (laughs) Um, Then there's also some drama with that going on off screen, though. I did think it was very funny. I... That Tamara had asked Vicky if she was coming to it. And then Vicky said, is that voodoo? I have no interest. You were just twerking around. <laughs> they were in Jamaica, right? Yeah. Um, Around Jamaica in like a doily. Right. And now all of a sudden you're concerned about being around voodoo. Yeah. We can't sandwich you (laughs) twerking around Jamaica with you talking about Gina having no moral compass. And now you can't go look at a fucking tea leaf in a cup because it's voodoo. Well, I think that she's scarred from the famous psychic reading about Brooks. She wasn't even there. I know. But I'm saying like, why would she want to show up now? Because the psychic totally called out. Brooks not be so I feel like maybe he would be like Steve's a dud and you need to fucking move on yeah which (laughs) I I will say I um I did like that they flashed back to that because I thought that that was a minor bit of shade as well that they were throwing at Tamara because Tamara was like, oh, yeah, I don't really believe in this stuff. Yet, literally her entire (laughs) argument against Brooks, which we know obviously was correct. But her the only reason that storyline even started was because she heard it from a psychic. Exactly. So I thought that was and that just is literally like a snippet of how I think Tamara is as a human, which drives me absolute bonkers bullshit. Like, I think that she is... Batch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that batch is really... 
she's getting under my skin this season a lot. Yeah, she's just, like, not even... She can't even be consistent in her inconsistencies anymore. No, she literally is, like, so... And it annoys me because especially now, even with Shannon seeing the show, is still up her ass, and I don't get it. Like, it's so ridiculous that they were... Shannon was just in Philly the other day and was stuck yesterday on the... In the airport at JFK talking about how Vicky and Tamara were messaging her every hour like fuck off like i can't stand that it's so i think that they are it's like when you get down to survivor like they're just at a loyalty standpoint against the new girls which again i don't really like them either but you can't ignore the fact that your friend's being an asshole just because you don't like the new person that's telling you this information right i will say who is doing a really good job of like, maintaining, like, really keeping her crazy wrapped up this season is Vicky. Aside from what happened in Jamaica and her just being nuts out, she is... She is trying to tone it down and be grandma. And she (laughs) is playing those interviews. Like, I mean, she is 107 at this point and 11 seasons in. So, I mean, good thing she's learned. But, like, that's where I feel like gets these women in a lot of heat is because of the things they say. In their confessionals. I mean, Vicky, I should have played a drinking game with myself about how many times after saying that Shannon needed medication several episodes ago, that she said in this episode that Shannon was not crazy. Yeah. She said it so (laughs) many times. We need to just pick one. Like... Is she crazy or is she yes, not crazy? Yes, she's crazy. Yes, she's fucking she's crazy. crazy. So now you're going to backtrack. Like, you all said that she needed Xanax, and we were like, get her the highest dose and then work your way down. I think that they are afraid that the husband is no longer around so she can sneak out of the middle of the night and try and attack them. I think that that's what's happening. <laughs> Because she's clearly not sleeping. She needed her eyelids lifted for a reason. Oh, my God. Which, Are we going to talk about that? Because she looked like somebody finally beat the shit out of her. <laughs> why is it... Okay. Either Bravo needs to pay these bitches more. Or they need to... They need to stop just enjoying the fact that they get free things. Which I know that they do enjoy the fact that they get free things. But... Between OC and then last week and this week again, with all of these girls getting the plastic surgery on camera, it is a really bad look. It is a bad look. I mean, we know that it happens because these biddies yes, show up for the reunion. Vicky with learn lips. like a couple seasons ago when her whole face looked fucked up the entire first half of the season because she scheduled a facelift like a week before they started filming? Like, come on now. But the storyline is that the Trace Amigos become the Trace Abuelas in the last episode. And they hang out in house coats with curlers in their hair. Like, Listen, I, I, I don't think... After surgery. Maybe they're going for a spinoff going like after like a Bravo does Golden Girls. Like, I... Oh, no. Like, it's so... In- this season, they've aged about 50 years. They've they doubled have. their age because they started off jumping into um, hot tubs naked. Then they <laughs> are wheeling around the town of Orange County on a one-legged scooter. scooter which I and scooter. now they're in 90s and curlers with black eyes and bandages around their face. Yeah. Like, I hope at the reunion, I hope that Andy Cohen just calls them out and says, you bitches are a hot mess this season. You've had ankle injuries, scooters, wheelchairs, casts. Eddie's got a heart problem. <laughs> like, they keep flashing back to Vicky and all of her health issues in Iceland and, and talking about that. So it's like... Yeah. When are you going to just get it together? Or is this the way of saying, like, well, these bitches are knocking on death's door, so we got to go? I also think if that's the storyline that we're at with them, I, <laughs> I think that as much as I like the three of them, I think that we are in need of a revamp New York overhaul yep. in OC. Like, where all of a sudden they literally just, like, offed half the cast. Yeah. Um... Because 
I think that they are not like it's, not in their prime and not. and we know it. Maybe they just need like a break. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I like, there's something about OC like I thought I still don't understand the decision to bring Lydia back last year. Ugh. I and who, what drunk fucking cast that other loser last year that I don't even remember her name. Oh, Pam. Patty or what's her, what was her name? Pam? Pam? Was it Pam? Oh, God, see, she was so awful. It was, I don't know. <laughs> Hashtag 100th housewife. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's her name. Which again, I, and what I think is so interesting, I think what drives me nuts about them and why I like the newer seasons is because Vicky, Tamara, Shannon, they all know the game. Yeah. And they, it's kind of like how I feel like Jersey is getting weak in the fact that they have a lot of OGs that just are not giving it. Like they are, like if anything, they're not actually, the only thing that they're doing is fighting. With, family which we've seen yeah like i feel like we are not going anywhere like they're not actually giving us very much they're just fighting and they it's kind of like a it's good representation of the country at this point because i think that they are (laughs) just along their party lines yeah and that they don't give a fuck they don't I mean, I took it as a bad sign. I think Bravo is aware that they're in trouble because last week on Sunday, or this past week on Sunday, right before they played the new episode of Jersey, they played the season finale where Teresa flips the fucking table. Yeah. And, like, I think that that is a pure sign that that was the last greatest moment that this show has had and so and, but here's the next episode coming up next <laughs> so i and i have found that with the oc like they're not replaying all of the episodes from this season like they normally do like we've caught them playing episodes from past seasons yeah that have been far more interesting than this so it gets concerning like yeah. where do you go from here and we have so we have Shannon and Tamara fighting again. again a bit again. The storyline is tired. So I'm tired of that, and I'm upset that Kelly is not. <laughs> like Kelly is the resident crazy person who makes no rational sense ever at any point in time, and the only thing that she is doing is hoeing around and kind of getting involved in everybody's fights. But like, what are you doing? What do you mean? in the background and she's just like that annoying voice in the background of every single argument like no stop it and that's her storyline as well as being single but like finding her own attraction with herself and of course michael is feeling it again listen oh my god that was so awkward you have been divorced from this man twice oh it is twice we can't third time's not a charm you can't get back with him and it's so awkward that bravo even like i understand that you need to film that but I don't know why you filmed it because you didn't get the rights to the play. You couldn't even show her daughter. You could show her daughter in the play. Her daughter couldn't. was playing a boy, right? She was. Okay. Because right. then she said, if you ever want to have, at the end, in pure Kelly fashion, the most awkward parent of all time, if you ever wanted to have a sex change, you would look great as a boy. <laughs> Who the fuck says that to a child? Oh. And I think her daughter is so cute. I think that her daughter is like super smart. And, like, she's already showing a lot of compassion, which I don't know where the fuck she got that from. But <laughs> I can't. She's I can't like, tell you. Listen, I don't want to call anybody a terrible parent because I have not done it myself. But you don't say that to your kid. Yeah, she's <laughs> an interesting gal, that one. Yeah. Um, so now we have our two new guys. I don't even have anything next to Emily because I think she's so boring. The only thing that she's done of any interest of to me is to go after Tamara on social media this week, which I love. Uh, So, and we have talked about this like behind the scenes, but we think that, I think that she's going to be the sandbag this season where she's just going to ride along and be quiet and maybe show up in the reunion and throw some shade. Mm -hmm. And then next season, I think she's going to light up 
I could. We saw her crazy come out a couple times, like, and yeah. it's just peeked its little head out like a mole, and then gone back underneath because she's a lawyer and all this crap. Yeah, I think the problem <laughs> with her editing this season is that I think her husband is actually a dweeb, like, um, like Kelly said he was, and he's getting too <laughs> You're like. Such a He's too much in her storyline and I don't like it. I also don't like... She's done just a couple things this season that I don't like when people do on TV. Like, I don't like... I don't think it was this week. I think it was last week where she brought out the box of the baby. Oh, my God. So that was this week. Like, why do you do that on... TV. TV. For the first time. I could understand, like, doing it... Prior and then saying, all right, well, like, this goes along with the storyline of us wanting to have kids, but we need to close a chapter. But, like, to if this was genuinely the first time that you're going through that box and you're going through it on national TV, okay, two things. I don't want to pick on you because you're going through an emotional time and this is a really sad thing. Like, losing babies is never easy. But why don't you wear waterproof makeup? Because she pulled yeah. the classic, like look like a painting stuck in the rain yeah <laughs> and <laughs> and it wasn't good no and then she was gonna go hug her kids which i think she was just gonna scare them like because her makeup was all over her face yeah. like a damn halloween costume and the worst part about all of this was like this was shane's one opportunity to squash that he wasn't a robot dweeb and he literally <laughs> just sat there watching his wife cry and like didn't even touch her he no. sat as far away from her as possible and he's like, oh, I've seen it before. Like, Do you think ew. that's because she's bigger than him and is afraid that she, that she could, like, backhand him into the wall, no. like in a movie, like, where you just see the outline of his body that hit the wall? So to really spill some tea, I really honestly think that he is financially bound to her because she's the breadwinner. She's got to be the breadwinner. She's got, she's a mm. lawyer. He hasn't even t- sat for the bar exam yet. And what the fuck are you waiting for? Yeah. Uh, and he clearly has no game if he's asking her none. to marry him over, like, g-chat and come on now no zero and then so you have that he's got a bunch of kids so then he would have to pay child support and alimony she's like again she's a lawyer so i'm sure that that prenup is all in her favor if there even is one because he probably didn't come to the table with anything as a mormon from wherever the fuck he's from yeah, how did a Mormon end but up in But he's also Orange half County? Persian, so, like, oh, yeah, he's the he is. family rich. I don't understand, but I think that he is quiet because he hasn't sat for the bar exam yet. And I think that he's financially, like, he's waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a terrible thing to say, but I don't care. This is Housewives. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> and then there's Gina, who kept um, talking about how she was moving to a, a Castilla uh, this episode, which I had to look up what the hell that meant. And it just means a small house. Like, I don't understand why they couldn't just but this say... this isn't a small house. ...that she was moving to a house. She's not. She's in a studio. This is my bedroom and my kitchen and my living room. And these are my 500 fucking thousand throw pillows <laughs> on my couch. Where does anybody sit? On that couch. There's that's what would happen if I let Jeff decorate the couch because he's obsessed with throw pillows. Yeah. Like that's what my couch would look like. And I limited it to six. Yeah. She literally had she had as many pillows on that couch as Carlini has stuffed animals stapled to her hot wall in Brazil on before the ninety days. <laughs> that's how many were there. Oh boy. Um Yeah, it's it's a lot. And she's she's got a casita, but it's a studio apartment. And she literally has the entire entrance of Marshall's, Ross, and Home Goods. She does. In that tiny apartment. And I don't... She was trying to do her makeup and she was, like, shuffling through. And I'm confused. Does the husband then stay there? Also. They trade off. So does he... How does he feel, I wonder, about the 20,000 throw pillows? I don't know. I will say, though, holy shit balls. He's hot. Those ladies were not kidding when they were talking about him. He's hot. He is a really attractive man. I now (laughs) understand why she's still having sex with him. Yeah. Despite the divorce. I... 
get it, girl. And he's like a history uh, buff, and he and he Harry. loves Harry Potter. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you, Jaina? Like, come on. Couples therapy. And I will say, for a New Yorker, in this, I'm pretty ready to move on from OC. But I will end my. I am disappointed in her for being a wuss coward against Tamara. I'm over that. I expected yeah. better, Gina. I expected better. Yeah, I, th- I thought she was going to bring out like a Heather-esque. Yeah, I wanted <laughs> I wanted her to go in. In. Yeah. And say you did fucking say this stuff. But again, I think that that's I'm and it's what drives me nuts. It's why I can't get behind Leanne I, on Dallas. You say stuff fucking own, own it. You say it. Own it. Own it, Lisa Rinna. Own it. Like, it's why been... I'm not sad that Lisa Vanderpump is leaving Beverly Hills. Goodbye. I think that that's where they need to edit these people. If you are not going to come on and actually own your shit, then why are you even bothering being on the show? It's so annoying. Like, yeah. that... She's saying this stuff about Shannon, but Shannon acts... Shannon is that girl. She did it with David. Now she's doing it with Tamara, who she is the girl who is cheated on and blames the girl, like blames the new person. And not her husband. And not her husband. In this instance, she's blaming Gina for passing along information, not Tamara for being a trash box friend. Like, so annoying. I can't wait for the reunion because I want them to play back the clips of her actually saying this shit. Oh, and they're going. And I want them to play Shannon's face with the realization of like, oh, fuck, I was wrong. Because this happens every time. I think Tamara is going to get rocked at the reunion. I can't wait. I think that she is going to get pummeled. And I hope she does. Because I think it's about time that... Because she always... It's because she screams the loudest and everybody gives backs down to her. And I think that it's time for her to get beat up. I just hope... Bravo, I hope you're listening. Verbally beat up, not physically beat up. (laughs) No, we never condone violence unless it's us watching TV. I mean, I wouldn't (laughs) mind if somebody lunged at her, but I mean, I don't want her, like, actually beat up. But I hope that Bravo plays, like, a montage of all the clips of Tamara screaming her fucking head off like a raging lunatic. Yeah. Followed up by, stop screaming for once in your fucking life. I know. (laughs) Because pot meat kettle, I mean... Yeah, she's getting a little tired. You've been screaming for 49 years, and now that you're 50, all of a sudden your voice box is tired? Get <laughs> over yourself. Equally tired, in my opinion, is New Jersey. Oh, my God. Snooze fest. Snooze-a-rooza. I literally... So, I just caught up on Wednesday's episode this morning because I was not in a rush to catch up on it. And I warned you that it was a snooze. Yeah, so last night when I was deadly tired, I caught up on um, Dallas, which made me feel so much better after watching Green Bay lose. Yeah. But Jersey is just, ugh. So let's start from the beginning. Taglines. Snooze! Snooze! Well, they didn't even do them last week. Which, now, now I wish you would just eliminate them because they're so... Stupid. I. What was Teresa's? Oh God, I don't. Oh, I don't even remember. It was bad. It's so bad. Like, I was living for the Atlanta taglines because Nini's sticking to the wig theme this season. Yes, I fucking love it. Throwing a little bit of shade, mm-hmm. bringing a little bit back from last season, but also a little bit of sass this season. That's what your tagline needs to be. These bitches said their tagline, and I think immediately I was like a narcoleptic. I was asleep. I didn't yeah. even stab through the intro. I was so bored. And then we have Dolores and Frank Over again. <laughs> again. I Honestly, that's all I really have to say about her. <laughs> I literally don't. There's nothing there. They're in business now. I don't know how her boyfriend even bothers staying with her. They've been together for however long. They see each other once a week. And it's one thing, like, if you had a business with your ex and are, like, continuing it. Not that I know from experience. (laughs) But um, it's one thing, like, they're now starting businesses together. He moved in. 
Like, it's not like they just are waiting for him to make an income and move out, like, once no. they broke up. He was making an income, and she was comfortable with that, and she literally just never moved from her life. And now she's like, oh, my God, Frank got disbarred. I'm nervous about our income. And I think that they keep him... I think that she keeps him around because he is a good storyline. And I actually do really like Dolores. I just want a little bit more... I just want them to I get wanted, back together already. Uh, yeah. I'm just over do, it. I would like it if they if she just was like, listen, I'm pulling a Hillary. He got his wiener sucked and I'm just gonna. 20 fucking years ago. I mean, yeah. let's get over it. And David is a snooze and we've seen him twice and ever. And speaking of, what a fucking bitch comment that that ugly monster Danielle made this week <gasps> to Margaret. I hate those pigtails. I want her to be <laughs> Thrown over a fence, just like Mrs. Trunchbull <laughs> fucking throwing Matilda out of a window. Goodbye, Margaret. But, oh, God. Like, if I was Margaret, I would have taken whatever was around me and... Smashed it over her face. Like, what is wrong with her? For those that didn't see it, she said that she was pissed off that Margaret was going to an axe throwing, which... What? How production let those crazy bitches do right. an axe throwing event <laughs> i have no idea well, but they probably thought that this shit's gonna get crazy let's film it and snooze yeah fell it asleep, didn't fell asleep with the axe in my but hand. the lead up was margaret going over to danielle which again i can't stand that they brought her back like bring back decent people where's caroline and oh, man, but we're bringing Dina. back danielle and she is she was pissed off that Margaret was going to Dolores's thing. Of course she is. She's obligated by a contract to go. <laughs> and then And she, also it's fun. It's fun. What is she supposed to do? Say, I can't. My friend's not friends with you and I can't. No, you're well, and 50 that's fucking she said, years old. What do you even have in common with her? You cheated on your husband and <gasps> she was cheated on. What I wanted to throw fuck. my TV across the room, and my TV is heavily mounted to my wall. She did say, like, that Danielle hits low, but... That's below. Whoa. And again, I don't even like her, and I thought that that was crazy. No. Like, All of holy the- shit. And I think that's that cute. she let her off a little bit easy, but I think that that's because she was so taken aback. Like, oh, yeah, like speechless. And then Danielle literally just got up and left... Her in her own house. And then she almost took the wrong phone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, Leanne, like, leave the that phone. that was crazy. Um, and then, I mean, honestly, I started cleaning my apartment while the episode was on because I was bored. My so, only notes from this episode are that I hate that Joe calls Marge Marge. Yes. Because mm-hmm. that's a mm-hmm. horrendous nickname. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, and I hate that Classic she's... Marge. <laughs> Marge. <laughs> and I hate that Marge is doing a children's hospital gown line. Let the pajamas go. Let them go. She can't... <laughs> she is opposed to anything with a fucking button and a zipper. I she <laughs> She is going like, into no business that involves a zipper or a button. Like, now she's just making glorified <laughs> smocks. For those of you who have been lucky enough to never be in a hospital or have to put a hospital gown on, aka men, because women, we have to put these on at the OB, or at least I do. Uh, it's literally a glorified smock. Yeah. And I work in the healthcare industry and like I don't understand what's not glamorous enough about these children's gowns cuz in New Jersey where she lives all the hospitals that I've ever worked at have had like teddy bears and fucking hot air balloons and whatever else and honestly it's sick children they probably are going to shit and throw up all over these things so I don't understand but then the only other note that I have from this is that the obsession with the pajamas is appropriate cuz this shit is a snooze and then Yes. I think I took a power nap before yeah. Dallas came on. I think that <laughs> I don't like that they're going back to the Melissa Teresa storyline tired. Um, I also, I was not, we got introduced a little bit more to the new ladies. Ugh. Jackie, I think will actually be okay. I think that she just needs a little bit of traction. But there's some, I cannot stand it. It literally, and I, I'm not a woman, but this 
irks the fucking bejesus out of me when women justify their psycho controlling husbands as quote unquote traditional. No, no, no. I hate it. It is not traditional that they want you barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. Like it's controlling. uh Uh-uh. And you know that the only reason Jennifer, what's her name? Jennifer? Jennifer. You know the only reason Jennifer said that shit about her husband in any attempt to try to defend was because this shit's going to get aired on TV and I'm going to get Oh, hell yeah. She totally is talking in the, like, you know that the producer's question was something along the lines of like, wow, your husband seems like a controlling dick. And she was like, oh, no, he's just traditional. I'm Turkish. I yeah. was going to get an arranged marriage. It's like, well, yeah. then go back to Turkey where that yeah. shit is still not appropriate. Goodbye. But we don't handle that here. And anybody who has ever had a marriage like this on national television, like, either you're looking for a safe divorce because he's secretly beating you behind scenes or... You didn't realize because you were so like blinded by all of the jewelry and fucking makeup that he probably lets I think you that shop that's at what home. It is. Yeah, and now all of a sudden you realize, oh fuck, I'm on TV, and this literally ends in divorce for everybody else. Yeah. So kiss your marriage goodbye. She honey. looks a little bit like um, Jacqueline, doesn't she? Looks she looks like Jacqueline, and mm-hmm. I hate it because I would rather that we just bring Jacqueline back. Yeah, although Jacqueline had a really rough last season that she was on. I mean, it wasn't her best. It wasn't her best. Okay, let's get to things that are interesting because we are coming up on our time that we want to keep these around. Dallas. <gasps> Glorious season, episode, everything, life is happening in Dallas. I love them. Although, like I said, I'm having difficulty getting... I want to be more team Leanne because I think that Brandy is obnoxious this season. And I know you like her. I do. Which I don't not like her. I just, I, but at the same time, I, I think she's annoying this season. (laughs) But I think that I get why she's being annoying because it, it's so frustrating when you know somebody is saying something and they will not admit it. Right. We just went over this. (laughs) And I don't understand, like, Leanne is crazy. Like, she is a lunatic. Bravo to Bravo for playing her, banging that fucking bowl Uh, so hard last night. I want to make that my ringtone. But that's so magical. (laughs) I just don't understand why she just. I even think actually she could get the other ladies on her side with the brandy being a drunk thing if she like I don't get why when somebody says like even Carrie who oh god uh Carrie but I don't (laughs) understand when Carrie's like oh you did call her an alcoholic and you're still riding the train of no I didn't say it but then in your but then in your interview you're like no she's a fucking drunk which you're saying is even worse than being an alcoholic because she's not sophisticated enough she's not sophisticated (laughs) enough which I don't disagree Leanne but just say it. You clearly had an opportunity this episode when she tried to call you out yet again for saying it and just be like, yeah, bitch, I said that. Don't you fucking remember yourself stacking alcohol last night on the fucking table at dinner? Right. You are a fucking drunk. Like, you're drunk. You were swaying all over the place like you were a fucking, like, one of those blow-up dolls, <laughs> like, at a charity event. Just say it. Well, like, so, so Yes. Because when you don't, I think it shows that you're weak and that you actually are just throwing that term around and that she actually isn't drunk all the time. We're just seeing a lot of combined footage where it makes her look bad. Which I think we are. I, think I do that think Bravo that Bravo is going along this because they knew that this was going to be Leanne's storyline. Mm-hmm. And I think that they're editing it and I think it's making Brandy look a lot worse than she is. Yes. Do I think that she's a redhead that can get down and party? Yes. Good for We've her. seen it before. I fucking love it. Listen, I don't drink a lot, but when I do... It gets crazy. But the thing that drove me crazy this episode was when they're in Copenhagen and they go into the Baltic. Is it the Baltic? See? Yeah. And they do this cleansing. And Leanne pulls her cell phone out mm-hmm. and takes a video. Now, the cameras have already zoomed in on all of these photos, these signs that say no photos. And all the women saying, no photos. And the Danish people saying, no photos. Mm -hmm. Now you've got two cast members and, good God, Mark, (laughs) naked 
in the sea, and Leanne... The duber dick was out. The dick. <laughs> <laughs> and you have Leanne pull her cell phone out and take a video. Now, it was not spur of the moment, like Cameron says. Yeah. It was... We are going to find out. It was meant to be vindictive. And everybody that has, like, reviewed this in other podcasts or even articles that I've read, because I have read up on this. Oh, look at you. You have been doing research. I am over it. Everybody's coming after Brandy and being like, oh, my God, you're just stirring up some shit over some crazy shit. No, Leanne is a crazy fucking bitch. That's why she's banging a bowl in her confessional. That's why she's gotten to this point where she needs to go meditate and bang on bowls. We know that she's going to do something with this. And everybody says, oh, well... It's really not that big of an issue, obviously, because you're comfortable enough getting on national television. Newsflash. National television is going to control the production Absolutely. of this. And they they're going to censor it. trust the producers it. a lot more, I think, than they trust Leanne. And honestly, you know that if that shit leaked out from the producers, they'd all be fired. Boom, yeah. done. Like, Andy mm-hmm. doesn't even fuck around with being called a liar. Nope. <laughs> so. Goodbye. So, no. See you, Carol. You're another one. See ya. So, it is not the same playing field as saying, well, you're on national television. Like, even Cameron said in her confessional, well, you're on national television. No, that's not the same fucking thing as a cell phone video. It could get put on Pornhub. It could get sent out to the media. I I don't like... Cameron's lack of a backbone is really annoying. Like, with... Deandra like apologizing and then you see the late night footage of that snake like slithering upstairs <laughs> like running back to Leanne yeah. like I think that that again though I think that you're seeing like where like people just aren't admitting things and it's annoying yeah like just again admit it just be like yeah I was talking about you which she kind of did a little bit but it took she a did. lot and then you do have a lot of them like, one person cannot talk, which you did get that a little bit last night with Brandy and Stephanie, which I'm glad, though, finally, because I feel like the Brandy has been a little bit out on her own this season. And yeah. even when people, like, I think Carrie should have hit harder back at Leanne when she said, no, you did say that she was an alcoholic. Leanne was like, no, I didn't. I don't think I used that word. And Carrie was like, okay. Like, you know she did. Like, you just said that she did. Yeah. But I also think that her kind of shrugging her shoulders and saying, okay, was in a condescending way. Like, okay, we'll see. You're still leaving your friend out there to battle her own. When, again, you made a joke of it last night, but, like, we were not happy of her talking about the Duber dick getting sucked at the roundup last year. Right. So, I'm I am annoyed that Carrie. I feel like is trying to ride that. She's trying too hard to be like Miss Honesty and Swiss. Yeah, but well, you're she's, Danish. You're not Swiss, and she's not. <laughs> I don't really get the neutrality to Leanne and Cameron because they don't really seem to be that fond of her. No, like. Or have much loyalty to her. So I don't really get why she's trying to stay out of it. Like... I don't know. I think she's going to be sitting on the end of the couch this season. Which is never a good sign at the reunion. I haven't seen their lineup. But I'm going to say that Carrie is sitting on the end. Mm. And Deandra... Oh, who do we think is going to be sitting next to Andy? Deandra on one side and Leanne on the other. You think? I think it's going to be a classic, like... And then I think Kim you're going to have Nini. Brandy. <laughs> I think you're going to have Brandy next to Stephanie. Deandra and Stephanie. I think that'll be one couch. And then you'll have Cam and Leanne on the other with Far. Carrie, like, literally, like, hanging off the edge. Lame. I'm crossing yeah. my eyes. You I can't just hope, see it. I hope so that Cameron lame. wears her condom earrings. And <laughs> I will say, though, I really enjoy the fact that the producers have done a really good job of making Leanne look like a different evil like disney um villain in every one of her interviews like she went from like a little bit of like an ursula look like where she was banging her (laughs) thing to last night it went like straight like maleficent like slash the wicked witch with the very straight very dark 
hair with the all black outfit, which you know, because we haven't seen that outfit very much, that they put her in that on the second round of interviews, which I think is really funny. Yeah. Are we good with housewives? I think so. I went on a real big soapbox for Brandy, and I'm sorry about it. I'm actually, you know what? I'm not sorry about it. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. I hope that somebody out there agrees with me because I've had enough. (laughs) All right, guys. That brings us to the end of our very first episode. We were going to talk about the first episode of the Shaw's reunion, but we will add that to the agenda for next week's episode, along with um, the season finale of Flipping Out, which is going to be so exciting. Um, We are going to be starting a Facebook group, so guys, keep an eye out for that. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate and all that stuff. This podcast, we would really appreciate it. Share it with all your friends, family. Um, Tell everyone you know. Tell everybody in a pair of pajamas. (laughs) (laughs) All right, everybody, we will be back next week with an all-new episode of the Mostly Reality Podcast. Bye. Bye.